Welcome to On the Way with Tony Chris. Each weekday, Dr. Chris will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 167. Today, I want us to look at the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke for the Christmas details, the Christmas story, as it is recorded in those two Gospels. The Gospel of Matthew starts out, this is the book of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Immediately, we are linked to the two most important people in the Old Testament related to redemption. One is Abraham unto whom was made a covenant that is everlasting, that can never be broken, because God himself swore by none other than his own name and had given his word that it would be an eternal covenant based upon his ability to perform, not Abraham's. And because of that, it is an unconditional covenant. God promised a house that is a family, a land, a name that would be known throughout the earth and that he would bless the entire world through the loins of Abraham and that he did in the person of Jesus because he promised in that promise a Messiah. And so he is linked to Jesus in Matthew chapter 1. But also King David God promised him he would establish his dynasty and his lineage forever. And again, an unconditional promise, not based upon David's failures, but based upon God himself, who is absolutely perfect and faithful every time. And so you have this connection. And then in the Gospel of Matthew, we read, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. This is Matthew one eighteen. After this, his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Before they ever came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. He was going to divorce her so that she would not be embarrassed because obviously he thought she has been unfaithful. But while he thought about these things, no doubt he did a lot. Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, she was telling you the truth. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, Yeshua, for he will save his people from their sins. That's what the name means. So all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Yeshua, Jesus, the name that is above every other name. Now, that's Matthew's summary of what happened from the standpoint of the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy related to God coming and living among us. Now, Luke, a physician from the city of Troas in modern-day Turkey, 
ancient Asia Minor, the scripture says in Luke chapter 2, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered, that a census be taken. And this census was for taxing. Now, this census first took place when Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered so they could be taxed, everyone into his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, for this reason, because he was of the house and lineage of David, and Bethlehem in Judea was the ancestral homeland of David and city. He was to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, that is, his engaged wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you who are shepherds. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And so it was that when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said unto one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste, very quickly, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. What a wonderful story, the greatest story that has ever been told, at least the beginning of it, about the greatest person who ever lived. And it's the story of Jesus' birth. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. Now, you can go back and listen to those podcasts over the past weeks and months that I have made about Jesus and about uh, lambing season and about the fullness of time if you want a more full, detailed story. But I want us to just center in on the fact that Jesus was born. The reason he was born was to save us from our sins. My greatest desire for you is to know God, know him personally, so that your sins may be forgiven, that you will join me in heaven forever. But not only that, but that you'll live a life here that's pleasing to God, a life of faith and trust. In the coming days, our faith will be tried, and we need to make sure that we are grounded solidly in the Word of God. Now, this will be my last podcast before January the 4th. I'll start them back up on Monday, January the 4th. We'll try to get out an email to remind you. I'll post the first one on Facebook and Twitter so that those of you who follow me there will know that they are started back up. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off to spend with my family and with the Lord himself, and I'm going to do some writing, so I'm going to need all the time that I possibly can. I want to thank especially 
Kelly, Zach Cochran, who produces these, Nathan Van Gundy, who makes sure they're on all the platforms and uploaded to our main site, Buzzsprout. And I'm so grateful to God for those of you who listen day by day, week by week. Many of you have said that these are a blessing to you, and that's why I do these, is to encourage your heart. I pray they've been an encouragement to you. Thank you for those of you who have responded and gone to TonyCrisp.org and listen to the broadcast of Bible Time. It won't be long, God willing, this year to we'll have Bible Time Classroom up, which is going to be a tremendous asset and resource for you where you can go and take classes on how to read and understand the Bible, what we would call in seminary hermeneutics 101. It'll be a very basic course, six sessions. You can use them in your small groups. Then we're going to do at least 16 sessions on the Old Testament and break it down into 10 time periods and help you to understand God's story a little bit better than the New Testament. Then we'll deal with Israel and the church, historical geography, the rise of Zionism, basic Bible doctrines. All of those will be online, and uh, you can be a part of those and your small groups. They'll have notes and resources with them. A lot is coming our way. But I want to ask you as we close out this year, if you know somebody, if you know someone that you can go to and be a blessing to in these coming days, for Jesus' sake, do that. And when you bless them or you gift them or you encourage them, let them know that it's not because you're just a good old boy or you're a great lady, but it's because Jesus lives in your heart. Let your light so shine before men that they may glorify your Father which is in heaven, not you, not me, but so that God will receive the glory. I pray for you and for your family that this will be a great Christmas perhaps the greatest Christmas ever thus far. And that in 2021, if God lets us live, it will be thus far the greatest year that we've ever lived through so that we might together lift up the name of Jesus. So for On The Way podcast, for my wife, Karen, this is Tony Crisp saying, God bless you, Merry Christmas, and I pray that I will be able to talk with you and see you in 2021. God bless for On The Way. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.